Welcome back to Teen Catalyst, a podcast dedicated to helping teens fulfill their God-given potential and create a life and career they love. Today, I am having an awesome conversation with Nikki Eberlin, and we're talking about building habits to reach your goals. Because sometimes you can't control what goes on around you. It seems like life just goes downhill and things are falling apart and you don't know what to do. But when you've built strong habits, when you have those consistent, steady actions, they can feel you through those times. They can propel you to your goals, even when it seems like everything's out of control. Habits help you to manage your emotions, your feelings, and your actions. And when you can build strong habits, you can understand, you can see how the external factors impact the way you go about your day. And you can rise above that. So I think you'll enjoy this conversation with Nikki. We've really had a, had a great chat. And uh, go definitely follow her on all the socials. I've got the links in the show notes. Hey, guys. Welcome back to the Teen Catalyst podcast. Today, we're going to have a great chat with Nikki Eberlin. I hope I'm saying your name right. Yeah. Um, We're going to talk about (laughs) habits and how to use habits to reach your goals. So, Nikki, why don't you give us a little background and tell us who you are and how you came to be a habit guru? Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So my name is Nikki Comrade Eberlin, and I'm a life coach. And I work with young adults to build better habits to reach their goals. And, you know, this journey for me kind of started when I was a teenager. Um, I was always very motivated. I was really into personal development. I always wanted to be like a better version of myself. So it kind of progressed over the years. You know, I fell into some nice jobs here and there. And I really discovered my passion for coaching and helping individuals about five years ago when I was in a training position, working with people that just got out of college or maybe even high school. Mm, that's awesome. That's so good to hear. Yeah. And do you, do you work specifically with youth or more of a general audience? I have more of a general audience. I, I love working with young adults that are just starting like right out of college. So anywhere from, yeah. you know, like 21 to 35. That's such a pivotal time frame of someone's life. So I really enjoy that aspect. Yeah. I, I, I always find it interesting hearing how people got into life coaching. What, what was your uh, first experience with coaching and, and what drove you to get into that? Yeah. So it started about five years ago when I was right. in a training manager position. So I was in a financial institution and the lower level position was a teller. And that's typically that has the highest turnover. So those were people that were fresh out of high school, uh, maybe even college. You know, it's a great position for people to start getting their career set up and kind of like working towards that professional life. So when I was onboarding these people or working, training with these young adults, I really realized there was other aspects that they needed help with in their life with Mm. time management, um, professional dress, communicating with a boss when things don't go according to plan, you know, all those aspects that you need to start building your career. These individuals didn't have. And I wanted to take it beyond just your career or in the work setting and really analyze what's going on at home in your personal life, your mindset, 
you know, if you have confidence, that belief that you have the ability to do these things, you know, there's so much behind the scenes that you can't really get into in a corporate setting. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And, and as you build on those things, you know, building the little habits talked about to reach those goals, it seems like so many times there's some things that come in to the picture that like just out of the blue, unexpected. Oh yeah. What, what do you do with those things? Like how do habits help you get through those things that you can't control? Yeah. So that's a great question. And when you, the biggest part, it doesn't matter what your goal is. The biggest part or the biggest habits that you need are consistency, discipline, motivation, mm-hmm. resiliency, whatever that might be. And those habits that you build in simple, small steps help you overcome those roadblocks. And that's the biggest aspect of working with the coaches, the big, you know, <laughs> overcoming those roadblocks. So you yeah. stay focused with what you want to do. Yeah. Give me a, for instance, if you can, like how, what kind of habit would somebody build to help them be more consistent? Um. All right. So an example that I can think of um, that people tend to focus on maybe is like health and fitness, their mm-hmm. lifestyle. Um, and they want to be consistent. They want to build muscle. They want to go to the gym. They want to run an eight minute mile, whatever that might be. Um, and in order to get to that aspect, you have to have small, simple steps. Yeah, it would be nice if you woke up tomorrow and said, yep, I can do this. I'm great. Or you could immediately squat 150 pounds or whatever that might be. (laughs) But you can. And that takes steps. And those small steps of you just showing up or just putting on your running shoes or something of that nature works, helps you build those habits. And it doesn't have to be anything crazy like running every single day. It could just be three days a week. Mm-hmm. doing different running intervals or something of that nature to keep you focused and um, like working towards that bigger picture. Yeah. It's interesting. You bring in the running aspect of it. I just had a conversation with a guy today. I um, was actually the founder of six, six AM run. I think Oh, awesome. I'm, I'm butchering that, but it was, it was really good. And we were talking about running and he said it, it centers him. Like it's one of those things yeah. that just, it's, it's a release of the, the bad energy that you pick up throughout the day, basically. Like instead of taking it out on a wife or a coworker or his kids or anything like that, you know, that, that's his, that's his release and it, and it centers him for the day, but that's kind of a little rabbit trail there. Yeah. <laughs> how, how can we go about setting our mindset, reshaping our thoughts essentially around those circumstances that, you know, just hit you out of the middle of nowhere. Just yeah. left field. So uh, the first step really to like reshaping those thoughts around like what's going on is like understanding when those situations are happening. So, you know, you hit traffic going to school or something happens where you can't, you know, get to meet up with your friends. You know, mm-hmm. you have to understand those moments when your feelings start to change and maybe it shifts a little more towards anger or resentment or jealousy or something of that aspect. Yeah. So it's like recognizing the trigger, recognizing what's going on there and then implementing something that, you know, recognize the trigger, realize what typically happens and then changing Mm -hmm. it to 
shape a new path or to create a new habit around that is essentially what you're saying. Yeah. Do you, go, go ahead. I was going to say, like, once you kind of understand those things, you know, that's when you can kind of work to reshape those thoughts or feelings. So, like, yeah. notice that that's happening and ask yourself, like, what am I feeling? Why am I feeling this way? Is this within my control? How is my reaction going to affect the outcome or the results of what's going on? You know, there's questions Mm -hmm. where you really have to get curious with yourself. Feeling those emotions isn't a bad thing at all. It's just how you deal with them is the important aspect. Gotcha. So in dealing with that, what if those thoughts tend towards the negative? I mean, do do they need to be positive to get you in that right mindset? Or how do you... How do you process that when you have a hard time bringing those thoughts to the positive side? Yeah. I mean, this is a hard balance that takes practice and you have to be very intentional about these things Mm -hmm. because it just doesn't happen immediately. But your thoughts, life is a balance of 50-50, good and bad. Your life is not going to be perfect and you will have these things that come up. So learning how to handle those things by understanding like, yes, you may be mad or this may be not fear, whatever Mm -hmm. that might be, but that doesn't mean you have to act out in a rational way or yell at somebody or um, do something that you might regret. So you can totally think those thoughts and think that that's not fair, but bring yourself back and think about like, how is this reaction going to help myself? You know, um, what can I do to make sure that I don't react in a negative way? Kind of figure out those things and just say, yeah, Unfortunately, this sucks, but what can I do about it? Nothing. I can only control myself. So I'm going to make the best of this crappy situation. Yeah. Are those thoughts always valid that you can't control the situation? Or or how do you deal with knowing whether your thought that the situation is out of your control or... Yeah. How how do you know if that that is valid in each and every situation? Where do you go with that? You can ask yourself two questions based on the situation. You know, is the circumstance within my control? Like actually ask yourself that or like, Mm. what can I control? But then ask yourself, is that actually true? Like, is the thought that you're having based on this situation that's out of your control true? You know, for an example, like if someone had a bad attitude and your immediate thought is, oh, well, they don't like me. And then you get mad or defensive. Is that thought that they don't like me actually true or is that where your brain's going? Because our brains tend to go to the negative side first (laughs) and the positive side, you know? Yeah, that, that makes a lot of sense. Like you can't control the circumstance, but certain elements within it. You know, oftentimes when for myself, when I go to, okay, this is out of my control, I tend to throw the whole situation out rather than thinking, what can I do within that or what actually is true inside of this? Yeah. (laughs) It's really interesting how you can kind of almost manipulate yourself into, you know, being a little happier, being more joyful, being better in each and every situation. Yeah. And like, You know, in those times or in those moments, if you do have time, like take five minutes and walk away Mm -hmm. and analyze those things. And the more you do it in those moments, the better you're going to learn how to handle yourself for the future. 
Because these moments that you can't control, these circumstances are going to continue to happen. Mm -hmm. What's some of the biggest challenges that you come across in young adults in dealing with those situations? The biggest challenge that I see is if something is outside of their control and doesn't go that way or their way, they want to just quit. Mm. And what does quitting do for you? Nothing. Nothing, nothing. (laughs) It just stops you in your tracks or starts bringing you backwards. So you're going backwards and not like continuing to have forward momentum. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that that makes a lot of sense. Forward momentum is a big thing. And when you quit, yeah, basically you're, you're cutting off a loop. And then the next time when you get into a similar situation, you know, your brain replays the loop from the last time, even subconsciously. And when it reaches the end of that loop, then you don't know what to do. But if you can continue that loop in a positive manner, I don't know if that makes sense. That just came to me. (laughs) Yeah. But like circling back around to what I said earlier, like the, the habits that you're building during that time, that discipline and consistency, like that's where it's going to help you stay moving forward and not just giving up or catastrophizing or going into that negative rabbit hole or with feelings and emotions that we typically want to go into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that makes sense. What does it feel like for these, for the young adults that you work with when, when they have that mindset shift? Can you see it in them visibly? What goes on in their brain at that moment? Yeah, I think that's like the best part. And you can tell like, you know, when people say like they just have an energy around them, you know, you can, that's how it is. They feel confident showing up in no matter what situation that's going to happen in their life. They have the belief that they can handle themselves and what's going to happen. So they show up in a completely different way than kind of maybe like minimizing their self or getting all down or sad and giving up. They still understand that they may be nervous. They may feel uncomfortable, but they're confident that they know that they're going to get through this and it will mm. be okay. <laughs> yep. Yep. Most times you're not going to die in that situation. So. Yes. I'm glad <laughs> you brought that up because going back to our brain thinking about the most negative thing, you know, it kind of goes into anxiety. Yeah. Um, Like you need to teach your brain that you're not going to die. Like it's going to be okay. And that's the process of moving forward or being intentional with handling your thoughts and feelings or your responses around these outcomes or circumstances. Yeah. It's, it's a, it's a funny thought because I, the first time I ever did a live stream, like it was so nerve wracking yeah. to hit the button to go live. And then I read something. The guy said, you know, you're not going to die. Just do it. Nobody, yeah. nobody can reach through the screen and choke you for something you say, or they're not going to slap you for being dumb. Exactly. Like, nothing's going to happen bad most of the time. Yep. <laughs> so yeah. once you hit that trigger there, it's, you know, you're free to actually be yourself and to, to do something in the world. Exactly. And, you know, like coming on here live myself and not knowing exactly what's going to happen or anything of that nature. Like I'm a planner and I know there are other planners out there where you need to know every single detail to feel comfortable, but that's just not how things are going to happen. So I know that I prepared, we're going to have a great conversation. 
I have confidence and belief in myself that I can do this. And that's what I'm doing. That's that energy I'm giving out. And that's what people can build no matter what situation. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. So with, you mentioned belief earlier, Mm -hmm. how does focusing on those beliefs and those thoughts, how does that affect really your feelings and your actions and the end results that you get? Like take us through that progression. Like how focusing on belief helps you transition your right, like, feelings? Yeah, how, those, those thoughts just rolling around in your head and being there, focusing on that, how does that affect the end result that you come out with? Yeah, so our thoughts and feelings that we have derive our actions and create the results that we want 100%. So if you're thinking that, this sucks and you that gets you into a bad mood. How do you think your actions are going to show? You know, you may just completely brush off somebody or choose not to study for a test because you didn't want to do it because you were in a bad mood so that maybe you end up getting a bad grade. Mm-hmm. But thinking about the opposite of that and like kind of losing my train of thought here about the opposite of that. You know, if you wanted to get like a good grade or make those efforts, like what thoughts and feelings do you need to have? You might have to repeat that question. Cause I kind yeah. of, now we were totally talking about how about your it. thoughts, how your thoughts affect the, the end point or the outcome. And, and if you think the negative towards the negative side, like I'm going to fail in this situation, then your actions follow that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so, absolutely. Super I- interesting. I'll oh, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say the opposite of where I was getting to when I lost my train of thought. But like, (laughs) if you have those feelings like or thought like this is going to be okay, like Mm -hmm. you can't be 100 percent all the time as much as we'd like to get 100 on every single test or quiz. It can't it won't happen. So saying like I'm confident in my abilities that may bring a feeling of success or confidence or acceptance or being proud. And then that's going to probably put you in a completely different mindset. When you go into that test, you're like, okay, I got this. Mm-hmm. May not be perfect, but I got it. <laughs> yeah. So how, talking about these external circumstances and not being able to control each and every situation, it seems like when most people focus on an area or they are coach coaches around an area it's because they've got personal experience in that Mm -hmm. how how has understanding for yourself those external factors how has that got you or helped you get to where you're at today yeah um it's helped me tremendously because I wouldn't be here today if I didn't build those consistent habits with discipline Mm. and all that kind of stuff but um Just thinking whatever you do in your life and any actions that you have, how could have that gone differently? What could I have done differently to uh, produce a better result for myself? Like constantly thinking over those things and being proactive in any situation, conversations with parents, at school, it could be anywhere. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's So true. Do you have any book recommendations that you give out for these young adults and teens that are, that would help them to build those strong habits? Yeah. So his name's Damon Z. His last name starts with Z. It's like Zahardis or something. I can't pronounce it, but he has a series of books that are super easy to read and they always have 
actionable exercises after every single chapter. So one of the books that I love, which is my favorite, it's the Mental Toughness Handbook. And it talks about um, what you need to build those habits, to be more self-aware, to understand that things are beyond your control, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, And it talks about the enemies of mental toughness. So like what stops you from continuing to move forward. Gotcha. Damon Z, you said. Yes. Okay. I'll I'll have to check that out and drop the link in the show notes. What's something that I should have asked you, but missed that you want to chat about? Hmm. Something that could help in in building the habits. Yeah. I, I'm, I know I've kind of already said this, but it is incredibly important is like starting small. Like Mm -hmm. this may seem super simple, when we're talking about it, but putting it into action is where, you know, the transformations happen. So everything won't be perfect immediately. I'm really taking your time to just focus on one aspect. If there is a certain person at school or outside of school that triggers you, that maybe sparks those feelings of anger, frustration, whatever it might be, Mm -hmm. just try and practice whenever you're in that environment with that certain person or in that certain class or whatever that might be. Just pick one simple step or action that happens consistently in your life and just start focusing on that. And when you feel really comfortable with that, that's when you can start adding other things in um, in different ways. And of course, that can vary based on the type of habits or the goals that you have yourself, but kind of put that into your own perspective or think about it. What's something super, super, super simple that I can achieve this week that's going to help me step forward in the right path towards my goals. Mm-hmm. And then think about next week. What are three things that I can do? And then the next week, you know, if you didn't succeed the last week, then stay with three. And then the next week, maybe bump that up. Yeah. And you get that compound effect after a exactly. while. Exactly. So. <laughs> yeah. That compound effect is really important. And like mm-hmm. those habits, those small actions that you take, even though it's like just putting on your shoes to go walk outside, that's going to help you build that confidence, that discipline, yeah. uh, that consistency, all that kind of stuff. Do you find that in, in building those small habits and, and trying to stick with it, a journaling or a habit tracker or something like that. Do, do those, are they more effective or is that kind of a distraction or does it depend on the person? Uh, I definitely say it's not a distraction. Um, you have to see what works for you. So it does mm-hmm. depend on the person. Um, I'm not a habit t- tracker type of person because I can, I schedule things. I use right. my Google calendar. <laughs> so that's kind of like my habit tracker for myself. Mm-hmm. But if you are someone that needs to like buy a little habit tracker book on Amazon, by all means, do it. If that's what's going to help you take the right steps, please do. I do feel like journaling is an amazing aspect when it comes to understanding yourself and what's going on with your thoughts and feelings. Um, And it doesn't have to be anything boring. Like I feel like sometimes people associate journaling like, Today I went to school and and like, you know, just write whatever you're thinking about and comes, you know, whatever comes out of your head or your mouth, you know, just 
write it all down and then sit back and read and reflect about it and ask those questions that I said earlier about like, why am I feeling this way? What was beyond my control? How could I handle this situation differently? Mm-hmm. What do I want to feel instead? You know? Right. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. That- yeah. My experience with journaling, which I, I tried starting a gratitude journal earlier this year, and I kind of fell off the bandwagon about two weeks ago, and I, <laughs> I need to get back into yeah, it. Yeah, you do. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it seems like you know, growing up, your experience with journaling is that is the dear diary thing that, yes. that you mentioned earlier. But that's not how it has to be, and that's not what's effective for the greatest personal growth. Yes. Yeah. And that, um, I don't know why I didn't think about this, but one thing that I did last year, uh, for a couple months straight, every single day, I thought about one thing that happened to me in that day. And I wrote down what transpired. It could just be really quick. You know, what happened, my thoughts, how I reacted to it, what was the result? But then I would also take that and say, okay, what's an alternative to this? So instead of reacting like this, what else could I have done? Instead of thinking this, what thought would serve a better purpose for me? And it, it just takes like two minutes. You know, it doesn't have to be 30 minutes of you journaling, but that helps you bring that awareness to like how you're working. And then it kind of builds into that management aspect right. of how can I manage myself better moving forward. Wow, that's, I bet that was super effective for your right. own introspection and personal growth, just the the recognition, like you said, of the progression of events and that being aware of how you tend to react. Yeah, yeah. To be absolutely. able to make that change. <laughs> absolutely. And then it's even better because once you go through that consistently, you can look back and see it, everything else in your progression that has happened. And it makes you feel good. You know, that's where that confidence and belief comes into play. Yeah, it gives you, it actually gives you a visual picture of your actual growth and change. Cause you can look back and say, a year ago, I was doing this in this situation and now I'm able to to avoid that conflict because I know how to handle it because I was aware of it and created those habits. So that's, that's awesome. Nikki, anything else you would like to say before we? draw a conclusion to the conversation? I just wanted to add to that last statement, you know, talking about doing those types of things. It may not seem super exciting or something that you're really eager to do at the end of the day, you know, journaling five minutes. Sometimes it just seems like a pain, like you just want to sit there and (laughs) scroll through your phone instead. But those things may not be quite as enjoyable, but that is where the habits get built. So just remember when you don't want to do something, but you know it's important, just remember that that's going to build those long-term habits that you're going to need to succeed. So not everything's going to be glamorous. <laughs> that's so true. If, yeah. if somebody wants to connect with you or follow you, where can they find you? Yeah, so you can find me on Facebook, Instagram, or TikTok. Um, and the handle is Unleashed Leadership. Unleashed Leadership, and that's where you can find me. Awesome. Nikki, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you. I appreciate it. I told you you would enjoy that conversation. Don't forget to go follow Nikki on all the socials. I'm going to drop those links where you can connect with her down in the show notes. So make sure you go give her a follow, connect with her, ask her questions, ask away, and this would be a great time to 
remind you that I also serve youth. I go, I serve teens rather than young adults in the college area. I serve teens. Help them also to build the habits to fuel them to a life and career that they love, to do work that inspires and motivates them, that they love getting out of bed in the morning. They love to do the thing. That is where I'm focused on. So go to empoweringforwardmomentum.com forward slash coaching. I'm going to drop a link in the show notes where you can find that. You can see all the options you have for how to work with me. And you want to connect with me directly and have a conversation, just send an email to ken at teencatalyst.com and let me know that you would like to talk virtually, face-to-face, and we'll we'll have that conversation. I'll, I'll send you a link where you can schedule a call with me, no cost to you, and we can talk through how my programs can serve you, can help you reach your goals. That is my passion. That's what I love doing. So guys, go check those links in the show notes. Give Nikki a follow. Screenshot this episode and share it on your social media as well. Tag me in it. Tag Nikki in it. Do good work. Mm -hmm.